from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. everyone to the KNJ show. We're not live, but we're here from the Grexley Studios. <laughs> we are alive, yeah. though. While we're doing it, we're live, I guess. You could think of it that way, right? Um, but uh, while you're listening to it, it's not live. But we want to let you know that we're happy to be here with you during this time to uh, talk to you about uh, inspiring people. We, we're picking up where we left off the last show. We had some inspiring people we talked about, and it was just not enough time, Jay. Yeah, but before we get to that, Kevin. Okay. You're sitting uh, away from me, probably I'd say eight feet. You're pretty far away. Yeah. With a tie on. Yes, that's correct. And uh, gloves, and oh, you're all. You look like you're ready to go. I mean, you've really dressed up for this podcast. Well, thank you very much, Jay. Uh, you know, during this time we're taping this, we have just uh, finished. Uh, this is the day. Um, I'm going to a uh, baccalaureate mass a little bit later on uh, this evening. For your daughter. Uh, for my daughter, Emily. Emily. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. At yeah. Montrose. At Montrose, yeah. She's graduating. Uh, they're having a physical graduation uh, as we're taping this is tomorrow um, during the day on the big field. Uh, so Congratulations. Every, thank you. Everybody's uh, able to social distance and you know, every family has to stay in their little section. And it's, it's going to be interesting, but it's great that they're able to do like the physical, the physical um, graduation, which uh, the kids uh, deserve, you know. That's great. No, that uh, congratulations. Congratulations to Emily, who's just a wonderful young lady as she heads down south, right? Heads down south, yeah, yeah. densely, densely. So here <laughs> we are, people who inspire us. Before we say that, too, remember you can contact us either at jjay at grexley, G-R-E-X-L-Y dot com, j at grexley dot com, or kevin at grexley dot com. Yes, Jay. And we're talking about that. And you always made fun of me because I didn't check, and yet you didn't check your emails. So Jay, can I tell you, it's been a busy, really crazy week uh, here at Catholic TV. I didn't know this was excuse time. <laughs> Wait, let me let me put some music on, and you can. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. And I'm hoping I started this uh, podcast, and I'm you know I'm feeling a little sleepy. You know, for from you know, busy week. I'm a little tired here. We're taping this at the end of the week. Oh, you're really, you're really uh, making this you know, seem like it's going to be a great podcast today. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you know, what you I have like, to say. I like to be honest, honest with my uh, with my audience, Jay. You know, I don't pull maybe, any punches. Maybe you don't have to. Yeah, but you don't have to just. Maybe if they asked you a question, <laughs> I don't think you have to offer it. Well, I'm going to offer something. So I was sitting there to, today doing something. Yeah. And I fell asleep. Did you? Yeah. I was sitting there and I just fell asleep. Yeah. And I realized it. It yeah, thankfully I was not part of what was happening. Yeah, but I was watching and I just fell asleep. I'm getting old. I actually, I actually, as we speak, <laughs> have a compression compression sock on. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Because of yeah. I, I have a problem with your my legs leg. doing better. Is it doing better at all? No. Okay. But it's. Um, I mean, you know, maybe it is. I don't know. It. But yeah. I, that's when you know when you're old when you start wearing compression socks. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I, I wouldn't say that, Jay, because there's a lot of athletes that wear compression socks and things. That, oh, there you, know. you go. There yeah. you go. That's why I have them on. Have you seen the commercials for those uh, copper compression This is a things? little di different, though. Okay. This is a medical compression sock. It's a medical sock. compression yeah. sock. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's no style whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> I might have to sew something onto it to make it look better. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, it's kind of sad. You know, like Brett Favre using the copper... Uh, you know, compression things, his back thing. You know, I'm much uh, older than Brett yeah. Favre. 
Uh, well, that's uh, you know, as long as it's working, it's helping you, and uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Have you ever had a compression sock, by the way? Uh, not a medically induced uh, compression. <laughs> well, it's not induced. <laughs> what do you mean induced? <laughs> Let me tell you something about a compression sock. So the yeah. first time I got it, I went with Ethan and I got the compression sock. Yeah. And we bring it home. Where do you get a, like a medical? You just go Walgreens okay, or gotcha. CVS, one of those type of stores. Yeah. So so we go there. I get my compression socks. Socks. I only wear one though because I only have one leg that's swollen. Yeah. And I bring it home, and Ethan Ethan put it on for me. Yeah. And since then, I've been putting it on every single morning. Yeah. And as you know, I get in very early, so I'm up at you know two thirty three in the morning. Yeah. And I get up. These things are tough to put on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a real art to it. I've, I've gotten it down pretty good, but it's hard to get them on. Yeah. But I do think it feels a little better. I, I will say that. I actually do think it feels a little better. Yeah. With and it on. Every once in a while, we, we say something about a product or, or someplace. And, uh, no, it, you do. Uh, yeah. It's you. I, <laughs> we're I not, don't. We're not pushing, but I, have you seen these gorillas? So they, they, they have a lot of these copper things. You know, they get the copper wrist thing. Which yeah, click. your it's elbow, like, your yeah, knee. Yeah, your back, uh, yeah. knees. Oh, yeah. And so they got these new copper compression socks and stuff, too. And they, and they make it a point to tell you they're not hard to get on like regular compression socks. I have some. Yeah, I do. Okay. I actually have some. I have some that that actually are not. They don't go up very high on your your foot. Like yeah. Just about your ankle. Okay. And they they do feel good too. Yeah. So you know, I, hey, listen, I. And and as you get older, Jay, they have these devices where you can uh, it, it it like pulls your sock up on its own. It's like a little mechanical device. I gotta tell you, have I don't you know if them? you could do that with these because you have yeah. to start and then you have to kind of shimmy them up. Okay. Because they go all the way up to your knee. All right. Yeah, all right, and you have right. to shimmy them up. And I, I'm telling you, I got it down, Kevin. If you ever get a compression <laughs> sock, you're going to want to talk to me because so, I'll help you. This show, I won't help you put it on, but I'll help you. I'll tell you how to put it on. The show has turned from inspiring people to inspiring socks. <laughs> Maybe I'm inspiring people on how to put on a compression sock. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a method to my madness. You could be an inspiration to someone, Jay. Oh, absolutely, with compression yeah. socks. Yeah. So let's talk about inspiring. So the next person that I, uh, I really want to talk about is uh, a person who, who really was very kind to me um, when I was in my early twenties, and then all the way through my, up through my forties. Uh, it was Father Frank McFarland, Monsignor Frank McFarland. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was a guy. So I, I work and con- worked and continue to work at Catholic TV, and he was just such a wonderful guy. And what I, what I learned from him were a couple of things. First of all. A deeply faith-filled guy, uh, only child, loved his mom. Marion was her name. Uh, buried with his parents, actually. Loved his mom. But he was, and he's very similar to a guy we both know who is also inspiring to me, Bishop Reed, yeah. uh, an extremely hard worker. Yeah. He just would work constantly. And that's, Bishop Reed does the same thing. Um, and I, I, when I see someone with a hard, a hard and a really strong worth, work ethic, I think of my dad, who I'm going to talk about also today, but um, just just worked all the time yeah. and, and cared cared deeply about the people who worked for him and also for what for Catholic TV and what it represented. Yeah, we were reminiscing uh, about this uh, last week. Inspiration to me, I didn't know him as as long as you did, Jay. But uh, you know, he was always uh, very gracious, very kind, you know, and gave you a lot of support. And he was very dedicated to the people that worked here at Catholic TV. Uh, and I could see that in the few years that. You know, I worked with uh, him, but uh, 
it was it was always fun. We we got the opportunity to go to um, the Holy Land with Father Frank and uh, uh, he was there. I know, and uh, so so our our little crew we split up into two crews. We talked about this in a previous show, but it was uh, myself, uh, Mark Quella, and uh, uh, Father Tierney. Frank and, and Monsignor Tierney. Yeah. So we get to spend a lot of time uh, with him. Uh, you know, going through the Holy Land and doing shows and stuff together. So yeah. Uh, now I'm I'm losing my memory as well. I think. Sure. Did I talk about my dad last week? Uh, no, I don't think you, we were going to talk about parents this week. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, I will certainly this prob- time. Probably yeah. the person who most inspired me was my dad. Yeah. Uh, who passed away? I think three years ago. Of uh, his pacemaker just stopped. Yeah. My mother had died seven months before him, and he had pretty much given up. Um, even though we tried very hard, but just heartbroken. Only woman he ever dated. Yeah. They'd been married 57 years, and so that was just a heartbreaker to him. But he was a guy, he'd always say to me, you know, he said, Jay, people don't deserve respect. People earn respect. Mm. And he was an extremely smart guy, but you would never know it because he was very meat and potatoes type person. Yeah. And he, I never in my life saw someone work harder than my father. Yeah. Ever. He had yeah. two full-time jobs. He was a fireman, and he also worked as a uh, glazer. Uh, glazer. Thank you. See what I mean? <laughs> and he also worked as a glazer. Uh, so he worked at both of those things. Uh, but he was just a great, great guy. Uh, I'm, I'm pausing right now because guess what's happening? I, again, yeah. I have the windows behind yeah. me. I'm going to pull the shades on the window. Adam, Adam is coming in. Adam Stone is coming in right now. I see. So Adam is walking by as we speak. And he didn't wave at us. Uh, that's because he, he knows we're doing a show right now, Jay, and he probably didn't want to interrupt. But he doesn't realize that everybody that comes in at Catholic TV, you look at and, and get you know distracted by. Yeah, so Adam just walked <laughs> by. So hello, Adam. <laughs> but no, so my dad, just a wonderful guy, kind heart. My dad would never ask anyone for anything and always be the first one to help someone. That's great. Always, yeah. always. Yeah, yeah. I... I I think back growing up to my, my parents are inspired me as well, just with their dedication, their uh, faith. You know, it's always been an inspiration uh, to me. They're very faith-filled people, and you know, some tough times, but they always stuck together and worked together. And, was that super glue? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all boys. I feel. Yeah bad for my mom you know who was the only lady but you know we're not all running around giving hugs and saying i love you and stuff like that but you knew it, it's it's implied and we all know you know that we're loved and uh, you know we love each other so yeah that's right it was all the nelson i had i was the opposite i had all girls i had four sisters i know I but know. but so in in my family now we have it's all boys and amelia and shirley but amelia is now living in an apartment yeah and it it has really it really crushed shirley because now oh, it's yeah, just yeah. me and the knucklehead boys, <laughs> and surely so I feel for you, mom. Because how many how many brothers did you have? I had three. I had three brothers, and then um, we had a foster brother for a while growing up too for a few years. So yeah. all boys, yeah, and all boys. Yeah. Yeah. So your poor yeah. mom, yeah, lots an of... angel, a saint. Yeah, she was certainly a saint. Uh, but yeah, my, I agree. My parents, same thing. Faith filled, kind, gentle. My mom was a nurse. Yeah, yeah. I talked about my grandmother last show too. And, Nana. Uh, Nana. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What an inspiration she was, and and being able to have her for for so many years, you know, until uh, until even, uh, I think when she passed, uh, Andrew might have been four or something, so she got to see uh, the kids as well. So, um, but yeah, my, my my parents, you know, my my uncles, you know, as well, um, you know, my uncles and aunts, and 
um, you know, always uh, inspiration. Love to. Uh, we still on my mom's side. We still get together uh, every Christmas um, and have the call it the Kelly Nelson uh, family Christmas. Uh, it's great that they keep the tradition going, and I always have a lot of respect for my aunts and uncles and, and all that they've done with their kids and stuff. What yeah. a great gift grandparents are. Yeah, uh, and and you know, aunts and uncles, but grandparents in particular. Uh, I look forward, not right now, but I look forward to being a grandparent because I'm going to spoil those kids <laughs> and then just you know send them back to my kids yeah, uh, yeah. but i had the same thing um especially my mother's side more than my father's because they were further away but we we're very very close with my mother's side uh, yeah. we called them mom and dad yeah it was great my my grandmother was extremely faithful loved catholic tv had to get her uh, beeswax candles just fun to grow up with them yeah i talked about parents and uh, you know i don't want this to get out and hopefully my well you're uh, doing a podcast so yeah, it's probably going to get out hopefully my brothers aren't listening but i would say you know as inspiring two of my brothers my older brothers oh, you know okay. i was the youngest one so i look up to my you know i always looked up to my brothers and what they did and, and uh, uh so you know don't tell them i said that i thought you were going to say that <laughs> that you you were your parents favorite <laughs> <laughs> well that too but <laughs> <laughs> you say with my sisters i'm very inspired by my sisters yeah they're, because they're kind gentle loving people yeah, and I think my parents were and would and continue to be in in heaven. Hopefully, a very very happy with how they grew up. Yeah, I think of my brothers too. They all have different personalities, so I I, I think I like pick up on all all three personalities, and uh, so they, yeah, they've been a uh, inspiration to me and continued to be and uh, as well. I had a couple coaches growing up who really inspired me. Coach Wanless and. Um, he was just uh, just a great, great guy. Yeah, uh, and was so good with kids. Yeah, uh, and and part of the reason that I enjoy coaching is because of of guys like him. Yeah, who, yeah. who understood that while we all want to win, and of course you know me, I'm very competitive. I think <laughs> everyone knows that. But while we all want to win, we also uh, it's it's about forming uh, the young people of what sports is about, learning about teamwork and and friendship and working together. Yeah, I, I see that. I, I, I lived it growing up as well, that when you get a coach that, for whatever reason, uh, I, I mean, some, I think some people have different uh, ideas or different thoughts looking back on, on coaches that, 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 you know, you could take a team and, you know, maybe half the kids love the coach and half the kids, oh, it was not a good coach, you know. Uh, so, you know, you go through different sports and different coaches and, uh, different personalities and stuff. But I, I had one uh, coach I always remember um, very inspiring to me in terms of uh, I played football at, at Stonehill College and I, I hadn't had a, a great senior <laughs> uh, year at my uh, high school for the last uh, senior year. And I wasn't even going to try to play football in Stonehill, uh, but decided to. I knew a couple of kids that were playing. So uh, and this coach that I had freshman year, just a great guy. And he was, that's all I wanted, uh, you know, out of a coach is somebody that was fair with me that, uh, you know, would, would get on you if you weren't doing what you were mm -hmm. doing, but would, would uh, encourage you if he saw something. So uh, I didn't get a lot of, you know, encouragement or, or support 
you know, and this guy was great. He was great. He got the most out of every mm -hmm. player. Uh, and just, I always remember, I remember him. Unfortunately, he, <laughs> he went on to get a head coaching job somewhere after my freshman year. Well, he didn't but stay. But that's good though. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I, I, I talk often off air to you about coach blue and coach Chaponi. Yeah. Two yeah. guys who are also inspiring and coach Chaponi I'll talk about right now. He, he's a tough coach. Yeah. Uh, he, he, because he expects a lot yeah. of his players, but I will say that, and I think that a lot of his former players, uh, as, as they move on, they come back and they, they start to really understand it. Uh, I've never seen a coach care more about his players. Yeah. He yeah. cares deeply about them. Now, he expects a lot. Yes. And, and I'm the same way. I, yeah. I get very yeah. vocal because I expect them to do certain things. But I've never seen a, a coach care as much about his players as Coach Chaponi does and continues to do. Uh, he, he cares deeply about them as people. Um, more than just as players. Yeah. And as you see and look back and then you see coaches now too, you know, when, when my uh, um, son uh, involved in a lot of sports too. So you get, you know, you get a perspective of your experience too and now your children's experience. Uh, but how important that is. And I think it's great. I think it's great to be a tough coach, but but a fair coach. Just I, be fair. Yeah. yeah That's exactly. all you just be fair. Yeah. Because if you're fair, then, then that's all you can ask. Yes. Because then it's up to you. I, yeah. I mean, how many yeah. times have you heard, now we're going to get into a coaching, but we, won't, <laughs> we won't get too much on this because we only have a few minutes left. But how many times you hear, oh, the coach didn't like me. I'm going to tell you right now, every coach wants to win. Yeah, yeah. Okay, every coach wants to win. So it can't be excuses. It's, it's whoever is going to get out there and help you win. And when you get higher up in athletics. Yeah. So don't say the coach doesn't like me because yeah. – and even if he doesn't like you, because I'm sure there's there's coaches who the personalities don't mesh. Yeah. But but even if he, he's still gonna play you, if he thinks you're going to help him win, yeah, just yeah. is. Yeah, and I, I mean I do I do appreciate coaches too that um, recognize when you know you might not have a top of the line player on on their team or something, but this you know kid's working works hard hard, hard yeah. as, as as he can you know works uh, hard uh, i love i love that do you think about that jay when you're coaching um that you couldn't be an inspiration to other to kids when they you know talk about you 20 years down the line uh say oh, remember coach fadden well i'm certainly cognizant of the fact that that they're young kids and they're going to be looking at me yeah um i i don't know if i think of that as much as i, I again i just try to be fair I try to make them have fun within within the context of it. Yeah. But I also expect that we're there for two hours to practice. And I hope that they realize that we're not going to waste those two hours. Yeah. That they have a commitment to each other. And I always say, I say, I don't care if you're the best or the worst. I care if you give me your effort. Yeah. You give me effort, we'll be fine. The other thing, too, is, is that I put a lot of time into this and your teammates do. It's not about me, though. It's not about the coaches. It's not about your parents. It's about your teammates. Yeah. So don't let your teammates down. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. that's that's usually what I say. That's how I started off. Yeah. And that, and I would always say to my girls, remember this, boys are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great teacher that I always remember in in, uh, in grammar school. It's that good old St. Teresa of Avila school. Uh, he was a sixth grade teacher and uh, he inspired me. I was in like the middle. They had three groups, you know, they didn't, they, they were very diplomatic. They had like the A, B and C group. And actually the C group was like the smarter kids. And I was in the B group and 
he challenged me and, and moved me into the C group and uh, he, he inspired me to do to do more than I was doing to and, and to so you were lazy uh, you know <laughs> no I but you know you, I didn't think going in to think that I would uh, was good enough or, or could do the C group and I did and and he you know he was he was very inspiring in that way and he and he had worked with you and and help you and he had a great he had this funny system where uh you know just in terms of uh behavior and, and stuff he would give out he called him boob box his name was uh mr Bossio. boob box uh, boob boob box boob box oh, boob box boob box okay, and uh, money yeah yeah but they you know it's fake money and and if you did something good did something uh you know nice or something he would give you boob box and then at the end of the year he he was like you you could turn your boob box in and get he had some really great Nice stuff that you could, you know, turn in. Wow, so he bribed you. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> he taught uh, you. He taught you an illegal thing. No, no, no. He bribed then, you. No, then you could, uh, you know. So the idea is, you know, the the better you do, the better you do. You get, you get boo bucks, and then you can get better stuff about at the, the end of the kid, year. Who about the poor kid who was just struggling, <laughs> or trying really hard, and had new no boo bucks? Everybody got boo bucks, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, don't ruin my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I but, had two teachers. Yeah. I had. Uh, Miss Noonan in second grade, yeah, who I had a crush on. Okay, um, and she was awesome. She was so good to me. She was so nice to me. Yeah, just so so. And I didn't deserve anyone to be that nice to me. And then in high school, Mr. Conley, uh, yeah. he was a science teacher, and um, he just was another just a great guy. Just yeah. a great guy. All the kids liked Mr. Conley. Yeah. So yeah. Th you know those were two teachers who I I remember distinctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over the years. Yeah. Yeah, there were some guys that necessarily they, they were just good people you know like in in, in cm um they had uh oh, i had to get cm in there uh, brother brother fleming was a guy that i i i know he was you know he <laughs> uh he was a great guy and brother <laughs> brother brother heron and uh yeah, we had brother prey some other guys uh, that were you know just really uh, good guys that would help you along uh, you know, uh, and I think there were so many priests too, um, Monsignor McInerney, Monsignor Tierney, Monsignor yeah. Cunningham, you know, Bishop Reed, uh, Father Kiley, uh, just so many guys who were just, just you just watch how they act as people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm. That's another thing. In general, I'm inspired when I see people who do acts of kindness. Yes. And yeah. and sadly, in today's world, that's can be surprising too. Yeah. But you yeah. see, and you're just like, wow. Yeah. Wow, that was just that was just a beautiful gesture. People who work volunteer at at soup kitchens and uh, at homeless centers and 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 sisters, you know, Sister Marion Batho, yeah. another person who who inspires me. Yeah. Uh, you see these, it's just it's incredible. Yeah. And you just mentioned too, uh, uh, Father Kylie, who is um, the rector over at uh, Pope John the Twenty Third National Seminary there, and I have had the opportunity to go to the um, garden party that they have there, yeah. and and those. It's just in, they they always have like two or three of the seminarians speak, inspiring stories, amazing stories of how they work their way and 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 uh, you know discern their vocation because right, they're delayed uh, vocations. Delayed vocations, yeah. Some great guys there. I just want to, I don't know if he he uh, wants me to say this too, but I just wanted to thank Father Kylie publicly. He had sent me some a nice little cookie thing uh, when um, he found out that uh, my family was. Uh, with COVID? the COVID, yeah, yeah. With so, the COVID, yeah, with the COVID. So thank you, uh, Father Kylie, for doing that. Uh, but yeah, and he 
as you said, great, great, great guy as well. And uh, if, if we speak about the other seminary as well, St. John's Seminary, uh, Father Salox, who's the rector over there too. I remember great him. teacher too. Oh, I, I loved his class, yeah, and he, he was so class. he was so energetic. Yeah. You know, he just you, he get in there, he's walking back and forth, and you're like, you, you start to get pumped up. All right, we're just talking about energy. New, New Testament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, so yeah. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of people, and it's great to look for, and it's great to see people that inspire others and 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 how hopefully through their inspiration uh, you be inspired to to pass that on to other people as yeah. well yeah. so i guess the question becomes for you who are listening to this podcast who inspires you and how do you inspire others that would be the question who inspires you and how because when people inspire you that forms how you who you are as an individual and you can inspire people without even knowing like i said when i see an act of kindness yeah. I might not know that person, and yet I just say, wow, that, that's unbelievable. Well, Kevin, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, remember, you can contact us at jay at grexley.com or kevin at grexley.com. And uh, special thanks to Laura, as usual, for putting this show together. We very much appreciate it, Laura. And thank you to all of you who watch us. Kevin, why don't you take us out? Well, Jay, I think you said it all there as we head out of here in the inspiration number two show. Um, but thanks, uh, everyone, for wa uh, listening to us. I'm so used to saying watching. Uh, I invite you to join us again next time for another K&J episode. Thanks for joining us for the K&J show. K&J is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network. To support our podcast and others like it, please visit patreon.com slash grexley.